0: The Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derbies, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, hosts of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel, and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the Finger Lakes One.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Dumbless Interview Podcast, episode number 426 on deck here with us this evening, 426, the the Hemi episode, as, uh, as Brian called it last time we were together. Casey Smith, Nick King going to be joining us here for this one, um, I'm sure that uh, you saw that. Intro. There, we saw that shot where Rick Angelar got T-boned. I know he probably would have been excited to be part of this one. Unbelievable that we have been able to get this far—426 episodes thus far—and and certainly plenty more to come. Casey Smith and Nick King going to be joining us to talk a little bit about the SMW Expo, and then of course the um, uh, implementation of national rules. That Nick King's been working on. He's going to be working with Toast and with um, Iron City Promotions to get that up on its feet here uh, this year. And then there's some other future plans down the line as uh, Nick expands his footprint in terms of the the inspection process and some of the different promotions that he's going to be working with. We'll be diving into that with with him as well. But kind of keeping an eye on the side here to see um where we are at in terms of casey i haven't heard anything back from him. he said he was going to be available this evening at six o'clock nick king is waiting in the wings now uh the the biggest thing on the docket at this point looking forward uh is going to be redneck rumble sitting out there that's going to be at the end of this month um so the unified point series is going to be get off uh, get up on its feet up and running with things with uh, all the action kicking off and sturgis here before the end of january and then from there it's off to the race they've got at least one derby a month from now straight through until we get into that uh summer leg of the season when they're going to have a whole bunch of county fairs lined up almost in succession uh all the way from michigan across to pennsylvania and back all over illinois and indiana so that's something that's sitting out there as well that we'll be talking about here in the coming weeks Um, brian again was not able to be here he was with his dad right now Um, his dad's having a bit of a rough day as we've we've documented before his dad having some challenges in the wake of having that stroke um so he's just having a rough day. Brian's with him and, and uh I would certainly advise him to to stay home and be there and you know enjoy that time that he's got with his dad and hopefully everything will be okay here in the coming days. So without any further ado, we've got Nick King here waiting in the wings. Nick, uh hopefully we still got you on the line. Yep, I'm still here. There's Nick. What a wonderful looking shirt you've got. Yeah, thank you. Twenty twenty three edition. <laughs> so we've we've seen Dustin Woods has made some uh some posts about Um, getting unified rules in place. And and if you follow the threads that Dustin's been posting about, um, it's been met with mixed reviews. Uh, I've seen Terry Heckathorn uh, in the past commenting on that idea of trying to get rules implemented universally. We've seen it tried to be implemented before with dent. Uh, We've seen on regional scales, you know, county fairs trying to work together. We've seen certain promoters with a big footprint like smash it or um, out West like stern dirt try this kind of thing, but, but there's been a a struggle to gain the traction, but here we are now and, and you are sort of put in a position where you're leading the charge, at least to start this with the compacts and reaching out across some pretty wide, uh, terrain between what you see in Western Pennsylvania and going out and watching some of these shows in the Midwest with toast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to dive right into it, I kind of got approached, um, from Chris Williams uh oh, a few months back and um he asked me if I wanted to come work for um derby icons with their their new big shows they got coming out whiskey city and then the Piera at, at, over in Illinois and then they got the um the second one and then gold rush i forget the second one's name i got so many coming up but <laughs> they got gold rush you know so they was like you know would you come on and basically take in the compact force and that kind of takes a load off of Chris and Sam and all them guys so I was like, "Yeah, I'd definitely be interested in that." And then uh, it probably wasn't a week later. Taylor got a hold of me from Derby Icons, and he kind of wanted me to come in and help with um, Spring X and and Mayhem because you know he was looking for a compact guy. So I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'd love it. Yeah, I love Derby. So it's you know if I get an opportunity to go work and watch them, it's a it's a dream to come true to get to go work that. Morning. It's a lot on my plate, but. I'll manage. Um, I got a pretty good job to where they allow me to miss. So um, so I got to thinking. Uh, you know, I was texting Steve and Toast and, and Sam or Chris, and I was like, you know, what if we just get together with a set of rules that, so I'm going to be at all these shows, so why don't we just come together with a set of rules that every show can go off for my side of things. Hopefully in the long run, full size can go to it. I know full size is a little different. A um, little different building versus stock to modify the uh, limited weld or whatever it may be. But for compacts, I feel I can write a set of rules that um, fares with good with a lot of, lot of areas. So I went in with Toast. I basically took Toast's full-size stock rules and dumbed them down to compacts. And um, that's what we're going to run at Iron City this year and at um, River City Rampage for Toast's show. Um in twenty twenty three Derby Icons has already got their rules set and Ultimate Derby's already got their rules set, so we're going off of their rules this year. But the ultimate goal is in twenty twenty four to start this whole um unified rules for compacts. That's the ultimate goal.
0: It it sounds it sounds a little bit easier to implement on paper. Than probably what it's actually going to be but one of the biggest hurdles that always seems to come up in terms of talking about these national rules and trying to implement rules uh on a universal scale is having the consistency and interpretation you know that yeah. even even on a small scale here just looking at a couple of county fairs that worked on uh using some unified rules for bone stock and for mod cars they didn't necessarily have the same bodies in the tech line so things were yep. looked at a different way, or the, or the questions got directed to different people. So they were the, the questions were read by a different set of eyes, and then subsequently answered by a different uh, by a different line of thinking. Um, yep. It seems like on paper, this is going to be easier to roll out, just simply because you're already going to be there. So you're kind of yep. positioned at the as the uh, the information hub, so to say.
1: Yeah, that's and that was that was my whole thinking. As soon as I got approached from Derby Icons and and um, Ultimate Derby that was my whole thing. Like I'm going to be at all these shows. I may not have the supporting cast at every show. I may have a different guy with me, you know, with Derby icons may have a different helper compared to toast or, you know, who I take to iron city with me or, or ultimate Derby. But as long as I'm there and I know, you know, in the, in the guys that help me understand what I want out of the rules, then, then we'll be good. And, um, uh, yeah, that that's always been an issue. Everyone always says, ah, oh, unified rules won't work because uh, Inspector A may not believe the same things as Inspector B, and that, and that's 100% true, 100% true, and, and that's the way it's always been. But if I can be at these eight national shows, you know, in my line, then everyone should know that these eight national shows are always going to have me there inspecting, to make sure that them rules are always going to be interpreted the same exact way at all the
0: shows. The big thing that, that is kind of sticking out to me there in this, this conversation also is that prior attempts to have these rules implemented, it's been one promoter trying to take over almost a national scale or, or something, a, a super region beyond just their home home state or home geographic area trying to extend their footprint and then, again, still going to the extent where you're spreading yourself too thin or you're lying on extra set of eyes. I don't really know if anybody has approached that unified rules concept as a whole. I mean, I'm thinking way back to like dent days and stuff like that of not so much taking a promotion and going coast to coast or having that national footprint or trying to take over a region, but instead having a particular inspector and having a rule book that everybody sort of uh, universally adopts, you know, even in some of those past instances You've got uh, rules that are adopted, and then because of geography, the rule gets tweaked, and then the next rule gets tweaked, and then the third or fourth rule that gets tweaked a couple generations down the line just in terms of um, the rule discussion preseason. It gets to the point where now it's not the same rule book anymore. I I can't really think of anybody that has taken it outside of a promotership and taken it from a rule inspector uh, or a rule writer and gotten the kind of early traction that this has gotten this way.
1: And, and that was the ultimate goal was if we can if we can make this happen with me with with these four promoters then hopefully you know then hopefully if us four promoters can start you know get on the same page with full size you know what I mean then hopefully other promoters want to get involved too with it and i've I've discussed it with um, like John Shipley and my brother JD they work for smash it and De- and John Shipley works for dead And, um, you know, we're we're really, really close. Me and my brother talk every day, me and John talk every day. And I even approached John about it and I said, you know, you guys can have a one-shot deal at Bash with these rules. I said, because the main thing about these rules is what I want is if I'm building a car in my garage and I'm planning on going to Whiskey City in March and um, say something happens where I'm at work and I break my foot or something, I can't therapy in March okay, now these rules are built, my car's built, and I know that I can go run this car now in September at Metal Mayhem. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact set of rules. And I told like I was talking to John and them about it, I said, you know, why not try to get Smash It to bring in this, even if it's just a one-shot deal. I'm not asking you guys to change your rules around, but if, even if you want to try to do that for guys that has pre ran cars or pre-built cars, and me and John and JD can literally get in the basement, and I'm like, this is what I'm strict on. This is what I'm going to be very, very strict on. This is what I want it to be. I don't have to be there holding their hand to do it if I believe and I trust in them. Sure. We have that conversation. So I'm trying to convince them to try to get in place. I don't know how far that's going to go. You know, if, if they want to do something like that, I put it on the table to have more promoters. Well, I, I put the bug in the ear for the inspectors. Um, but, yeah, that's the ultimate goal was to try to just – if I can make life easier on the compact guys, then hopefully the full side guys will be like, "Hey, we want that," that because that's going what that's what it's going to take. Was you know, or it's going to take something happening in the derby world to where uh, all the guys are like, "Hey, we want it like that. Why can't I build a car for a full size? And if I if my wife gets pregnant, and I can't run in May. Why can't I run in September? Instead, you got to rebuild a whole different car because it's not to them rules."
0: Right. Yeah. Uh so what is it that you're looking for out of the rules themselves? You know, we've we've kind of heard that phrase a couple different times. I get the whole part where you're gonna be able to have FaceTime with somebody and have that conversation with somebody that you trust. And that's a huge part of being able to make this thing work if you can't be there in person. Certainly getting more promoters on board is going to be a huge step and and this is gonna lead us to a conversation. We'll get in the expo stuff in a few minutes. But um what what is it that you necessarily want out of the rules beyond um, uh, you know, it's going to be tougher to get the, the, the full-size guys on board. So what do you want these rules to be? Um, is it going to be more built? Is it going to be lighter? Are the cars going to be wrecked after one run? Is it something that they're going to be able to get a bit of uh, legwork out of them? You know, uh, what are these rules going to be built around?
1: So for so for the rules that we have that I haven't set right now for what we're going off of, and watch, like I said, at the end of this year we can we can kind of tweak them a little bit going into 2024. But right now, so basically, with our rules now for Tosha Show and Iron City Show, you can have the first six inches of your plate, can, or the first six inches of the frame can be plated all the way around, you know, so that don't bend. You can change out your fronts, all thread. Um, stock engines, but you can harness them, carb them, do anything like that you want to them, so you can have different motors. Um, you can weld the doors, you can have a good cage, trunk's gotta be nine wired. So right now, it's like a smaller build. But I believe these cars are going to be definitely compacts. So I believe mm-hmm. they're strong enough to get two or three runs if you run them and you build them good enough. But sure. you get enough to where you can run two, maybe three shows out of them. Not unless you're winning. If you're winning, it's getting down to you and someone else, and you guys are just nosing out, then, of course, you're have to build another one. But these, these rules are where you can build a car somewhat quick.
0: Right. I'm just thinking about where demolition derby is and where def- demolition derby has come from, versus the fact that right now we're we're writing rules and uh, looking at implementation of a a set of rules before 2023 started for 2024 and potentially as far ahead as 2025. It used to be that we just wanted to worry about the next county fair.
1: Yeah, and that's what I and I, I even had a conversation with like Stephen Sickles when I first came about this. He read the rules and he kind of sent me a few things like, well, this, this. I'm like. Well, that's the whole thing about like at the end of this year we're going to get through tosha show in Iron City and then yeah maybe in 2024 at the end of this year everyone agrees to you know let us weld our trunks with you know 12 inches of weld on each side okay everyone is I've spoke to has agreed to that we can go to that or let's have them you know let's have better struts or something like that mm-hmm. in the long run are these and, and I'm all for that I'm all, I'm in all I just don't like I talked about making a Facebook page, the ultimate or the unified compact rules Facebook page, and everyone can get on there and give suggestions, but I know exactly what that's going to. that that'd go to, uh, your rules suck. We should be allowed to have full cradles and kickers and, you know, <laughs> plates and all this, and I, and I don't want it to go to that. I want it to be a kind of like a discussion about the rules that's in play now and what we can do to make them a little bit better. You know, as a driver aspect, to make it easier on the drivers.
0: Are these rules that you like to build to? Like, if if we were to sit down and say, give me the give me the perfect rule book that you want to build cars well, to. Those. No. Have, what do you want you to know. build to? They,
1: these are too much for me. I'd never the those out. That's that's how I do mine. I, and, and I and I've had that conversation with other people. I, uh, another guy said, "Well, what about at county fairs? If you guys adapt these rules to county fairs." county fair guys ain't going to want to build these cars yeah you're correct but i've also been to county fairs last year to where you was allowed to have one plate up front and a a different bumper and guys still didn't do that because county fair guys really don't care right they just want to be right so with these rules here they're not too much to where you would completely junk a stock car if he showed up but if you was built to the rules you could you could hurt a
0: stock car, sure. But I would
1: take a home stock car against these rules.
0: Um, yeah, I was just thinking about what you were saying there about the county fair side of things. It Looks like Casey's trying to join us. Casey's trying to jump in uh, at the moment. So hopefully, hopefully, we can get that working for uh, for Casey Smith. Um, just thinking about what was going on with the um, you know the <clears throat> county fair side of things trying to implement them at the county fair rule. And that brings us right back to what we were saying a few minutes ago. It's either you adopt them or you don't, it, it would seem to me. You know, you can you can adopt them and you can run them. Like what you're saying about Smash It and, and someplace like the Bash for Cash, you can adopt it or you don't. You're not trying to overtake anybody, but it has to almost be accepted as it sits right now without trying to make those little tweaks or anything, just so that you can figure out where everybody's at. You know, when, yes. you, when you're putting these rules together, Nick, you're looking at a pretty wide footprint between where we're at with, <laughs> um Western Pennsylvania and, and, and kind of the east coast versus what's happening out there in the Midwest. Was there a lot to navigate or were the rules more similar than what we might expect here from, from our seat in Seneca Falls?
1: Um
0: well I've read
1: like uh, um I've read like uh, Decker's um big show of his compact meltdown the
0: yeah, many meltdown. meltdown. Yep.
1: And them are, them are basically a stock build rules, too. You know, you don't get a whole, whole lot up there either. And our rules wouldn't be very far off of those rules. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know at, like, Dead man Compacts, they get a little bit more than what our rules allow, and I understand that it's $10,000 to win, so you would expect a little bit more, you know, build for that, that type of show. Right. Um, now, these rules here are built... Now, if these rules was out for $10,000, yes, I would build a car to these rules for $10,000, but I would also build, you know, a little bit more for $10,000. Um, these rules are very, very good for um, national shows that are going to one-shot deals, such as Iron City Promotions, Toast Promotions is a one-shot deal. Um, all of the Ultimate Derby <laughs> compact shows besides the Gold Rush Nationals are one-shot deals. Um <laughs> You don't have a whole lot of shows anymore that run the, the compacts
0: with needs and features. Right. But, I, don't know I mean, if we necessarily ever cash did, cash did, cash did
1: we? Cash for cash has got a great set of compact rules for the $10,000 to win. But then they also got a, they used to have a limited weld compact class for a one shot deal. Right. So that was a good class. That would be a good opportunity for them to take on these rules to add that class in, And then, like I said and before, if I was on this car for March, And I broke my ankle, and then I was like, oh, I can go run dash in May for that one-shot deal if if there's a spot available because my car is already built. Sure. You know, is the derby world ever going to be perfect to where you can just build a car and go to any derby? No, it's not. But if we can make it a little bit easier on everybody and a better shot at running multiple derbies, then that would be the ultimate goal.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, for sure. And that sounds a lot like something that I've heard from Casey Smith before. Have we got Casey on now? Is he here?
2: Uh, let me see.
0: That we hearing? Yep. We just got to get you turn that turn that camera on when you can, and we'll uh, there's Casey. There he was, just like that.
2: I almost just <laughs> like that. Push the right button. There he
0: well, I'm glad that you're able to make it. Man, welcome. Um, the facility looks great there behind you. Everybody's excited to be getting, uh, to be making their way out there in April. But you've heard a little bit of the conversation now about uh, what we're talking about with these, these rules and the rule set and the evolution of the, the, the dialogue that's brought us to this point. And, and Casey, it, the, the, one of the last things that Nick just said, I'm sure you heard it, was that we want to find a way to make demolition to be better. And that's, that's something that SMW has been preaching for a long time.
2: Well, yeah, and I mean, it's great to see, you know, a lot of people like Nick, you know, working with, you know, from my, to see a lot of different promoters and kind of, you know, getting that direction going that everybody's been talking about, but you don't see a lot of people doing for the past years. Um, so, yeah, making the sport better. And it goes back to no matter how you feel that is um, by participating and doing it. Um, so it's great to see Nick and a lot of people kind of jumping in there to work what they can and, you know, taking a lot of that compact world and it looks like getting that more of a common set or, you know, a, a realm of a build that works for a, a larger region. So,
0: well, that was, uh, that, that's one of the things that really seems to be is what would be the biggest, uh, sticking point would be to get everything to work across the regions. But in, in what Nick was saying, it doesn't seem like it was too far of a stretch to make things work for, um, for, for Toast Program and for Iron City. And, and it seems like it's, it, there's at least support for those transitions to be made with whatever changes end up need, being uh, needed by the end of this year for 2024 to get Ultimate Derby and Derby icons on board. This is some of the topic that has come up in years past uh, during the promoter summit, uh, Casey at the Expo um it's been brought up in different way and form and everything and and when nick was was talking a little bit earlier he said he felt that the best way to go is to get it implemented on the compact level uh show that it'll work show that there's some legs to it and then perhaps it'll be able to make life easier for the compact drivers and then branch its way up into some of the full-size stuff. So it doesn't sound like it's something that's necessarily going to happen immediately, but it does sound like that the planning and the infrastructure is there to give this thing a little bit more than just a a, a, a talking piece, you know?
2: Well, sure. You know, it's it starts with A, trying, and, you know, in the compact world, you know, that class supports every show that I've seen over the past years more so than any other class, so um if you know get that one in a direction where that entire compact platform starts going in a direction that you know is glued together a little bit in a lot of different areas and that's an awesome start taking a large number across a large area and getting it towards that so you know that's that's probably a bigger that's probably a bigger mountain than what people realize you know not mm-hmm. that you know looking at the compact world the numbers of compacts that compete is, I mean, I, I don't know how to put it, but it's got to be, you know, times three at least of most your other classes. So, and you know, and another thing that we did is, you know, I'd like to remind voters, you know, when it comes to sharing a rule set, we had a lot of them that have done it over the past couple of years with the SMW youth full size, mm-hmm. several prom- that set of rules, a lot of, areas and it worked fine but i think it starts with up here making that choice that you want it to work so
1: yes i agree
0: expand on that i mean that's there's a lot to agree with right there, and, and the last thing that Casey said is the thing that I sort of latched on to right away when you were saying that you agreed, Nick, is that he pointed to his head and said, you got to decide that you make it want to work. There's a lot of decide to make it work versus decide to tear it down that, that goes into something like this. you got to decide to make it work.
2: Well, sure. I mean, we've, <laughs> you know, not that <laughs> I feel uh, but, you know, the youthful side that we, are program that we first. Push is a highly competitive class build future drivers for certain classes. And, you know, there was a lot, there was a big a while back where everybody was going bananas about you classes and dumbing it, you know, bringing it down, dumbing it down, it down, however you want to say it. And I'm not eliminating competition, I think it makes you a lot weaker,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: in my opinion. But we're bringing the expo is an exhibition class because I, you know, heard a lot of people bringing up, well, they want this, they want that. So we started, we come up with the idea to throw it out. It's a great preview for promoters to look at it. Uh, it's no skin off their back. If it don't work, we're putting the effort into it to bring it to the public. Entries are open. I think we uh, established a 30-card field we want for this class. I think we already got 20 entries.
0: Wow. That's
2: awesome. So, so, I mean, not maybe what I feel is my program, but hey, if if their kids willing to fill out an entry form and their parents are willing to support them and put them on a track, whatever manner, I'm for it. I,
0: I I do want to just double back and give Nick a chance to kind of weigh in on that uh, quickly, though. Is you got to decide to want it to to, to make it work. You got to want it to work, and and I really feel that there's a big part of demolition derby as a whole, Nick that just decides that things aren't going to work ahead of time and if something we've talked about this a bunch of times it's if something gets too far ahead of the pack then the sport itself will cannibalize itself and make sure they cut the head off that snake so everything stays behind and, and you have to have sort of this mind over matter approach to make sure that what you're doing you want it to work and you're surrounding yourself with people that want the same thing and I just wondered if anything sort of resonated with you in the idea of that where you got to decide that you want it to work and taking this thing and and make it happen Nick. Yeah, just,
1: just like Casey said, anyone can anyone can take on our set of rules. They were like, like even his, his youth full-size rules, but the promoter and the inspectors and the drivers and the families and everyone else has to want it to work also. Um, like It was funny because as soon as I started talking about this set of rules, I was at breakfast with my brother. And like I said before, he works with Smash It and all this other stuff. And he was one of the first ones that said he didn't think it would work. And, and me and him, we butt heads and everything. And then I explained to him, I'm like, well, this is how it would work. You know, you not saying that it's not going to work is the first issue. I said, you got to want it to work. I said, and then you can't. The, the issue that I have found, and this is just being 100% honest, is there's too many promoters out here slinging their stuff around like they're bigger than the next guy. No one's bigger than the next guy. We all love this sport. We all love it. We're, if we didn't love it, we wouldn't be doing it. And if you just, if we all just come down to one level as, okay, we're all in it for the same thing, for derby. Demolition derbies for someone to win at the end of the night and someone to be the end of whatever class they run. Um, now, if you want to be that promoter that says, well, I don't have to follow your rules. Why do I have to follow your rules? Then maybe eventually you're going to be the outcast of the – the Derby community, but if you want to be that promoter that steps up and says, "Yeah, I'm on board. I I, I want to do it. Let, let's make this happen." Then that goes back to Casey saying that if they want to make it happen and it starts up top, if if their brain and their their mindset is saying that they want to make it happen, we can make it happen. Anyone, we can make anything happen as long as everyone's on the same page and no one's trying to make it worse no one's trying to make it worse than what it what it already is with everyone working against each other
0: sure sure the 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 working against each other you hit on it right there um if you guys are available i'd like for you to stay for uh for the duration of the show if we could um certainly uh if you got to go or you got to check out i i understand we do have a break that we got to get through we'd like to take that real quick and then come back if you guys are free just hold tight and uh and we'll be right back after this
3: SmashAdderby.com presents Capital City Carnage live from the Stormont Vale Expo Center in Topeka, Kansas. This two day heart racing event takes place March 3rd and 4th, 2023, and features eight different classes, so there's something for everyone. You'll see youth front wheel drive hobo, hobo minivan, weld compacts, front wheel drive hobo, full size mods. And two-man extreme features, as well as five separate $6,000 to win street stock weld features, and a $10,000 to win limited weld feature. In-person tickets and pit passes are available now on Ticketmaster.com. Can't make it to Topeka? Watch from the comfort of home at DerbyNation.tv. It's Capital City Carnage, March 3rd and 4th, live from Topeka, Kansas. For more info, visit smashitderby.com and derbynation.tv.
0: Demolition Derby Life magazine releases 12 copies a year and covers all of the action coast to coast for the Demolition Derby World, home of the hottest action motorsports magazine on the market. There's over 30 editions that have been published to date. A full year subscription is $119 and past issues are available. should be coming out with another release here in the coming weeks make sure you jump online and follow along find out more about lexi joe's and everything going on with demolition derby life magazine on demolitionderbylife.com and the 2022 season is in the books for the hardcore derby promotions team that's a wrap on 2022 thanks so much to the fans the drivers the crews everybody they have had all sorts of polls and discussion on ongoing dialogue on Frankie Guy's very busy page and also the Hardcore Main Facebook page, looking ahead to the annual Smith Metalworks Derby Expo and Spring Meetings. Again, they're going to be looking at having a bunch of shows on the Unified Point Series in 2023. Find out more about the rules, the classes, and everything going on with Hardcore Derby Promotions on their Facebook page or check out HardcoreDerbyPromotions.com. And we are back. We got Casey Smith from SMW and Nick King is working as the uh, lead promoter for both Toast and... uh, Uh, iron city promotions at the iron city nationals this year talking a little bit about where we're at with the rules and uh smith metalworks was sort of the first to get into that game where a bunch of different promoters adopted the rules for the smith metalworks uh, youth full-size class and now nick king trying to work to bring a a wider national footprint with the compact side of things and both of these gentlemen are going to be the at the expo uh coming up here in a couple weeks i believe that's going to be the first weekend of april if i'm not mistaken Casey's going to be overseeing that and it's a new location for that one this year, right?
2: That is correct. It's uh Preble County fairgrounds, Western Ohio. Yes.
0: Preble, Preble County. <laughs> Look at the smile. Mm. <laughs> Who do you that's know that's Preble out. County, Nick? That's 20 minutes. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So, you know, we've mind. got a lot of that questions like, mind. you know, why, why did you move it? So, and, uh I mean, the answer is pretty simple. It was always in our model to eventually move it around. So, you know, a lot more people could experience it, you know, get a lot more people on the, on the inside working to participate. So we got it moved and it's looking like we're going to have a huge response from vendors to promoters to uh, attendees.
0: That's excellent. And uh, is it there's still going to be the um, I guess the promoter summit or the discussion ahead of time before the actual show opens this year?
4: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, that'll be Friday evening. Um, I think it's March 31st. And we got an evening scheduled, you know, course of course, a dinner that's there for the promoters. And, um, you know, I have a couple guest speakers online, you know, bringing in some people from outside our sport that really bring some stuff to the table. To, you know, more there's more there than just promoters yakking at each other, you know, talking about the topics of our sport. I got some really great people lined up to come in and bring some really good things to a lot of people that'll help them, um, especially when it comes to marketing, uh, possibly sponsorships, soliciting, and some other things.
0: Is it, Nick? Are you going to be? Are you going to decide to go this year? You know, not as that's it's twenty minutes from the house.
1: Oh yeah, I'll definitely be there. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know with uh, Iron City. I, I I told Steve I'd like to grab a tent. I might actually grab a tent from him um down in south carolina i don't know if they're co- i think they i think they're coming over I, I haven't talked to them much about it but i'll be there for sure so even if i got to do it myself and and just kind of take the reins for iron city that day i will um but yeah it's i'll definitely be there all three day or all two days friday night if casey has me there for that and then saturday
0: i saw um hardcore has their schedule out so i'm sure that frankie guy is going to be there as part of that one and uh, the 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 driver's summit or excuse me the promoter summit is always a big part of that weekend and some of the different ways that the the information sharing gets kicked around And Casey sort of hit on it it's not just a bunch of uh finger pointing and 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 carrying on and complaining even necessarily it's it's actually produced some some pretty positive things you know also the the nice part with having the vendor support is that vendors parts get in front of the promoters as well and and there's conversations that lead to universal um, adoption or universal rejection of a particular part or particular, you know, bumpers sort of comes to mind, some of the different uh, uh, crazy innovations that come out of um, some of these vendors' minds. And it helps everybody. It, it helps everybody be sort of on a united front, either yeah. accepting or advocating for change or or any of these different things throughout the course of the week and not just isolated to that. Um, the promoters' talks ahead of time. So it, I really think that there's some, um, some advantage to what um the expo has sort of come to uh come to offer as a whole uh both for the promoters and and for the vendors and and ultimately it benefits everybody you know at least in in, in what i've seen from the feedback from the show
2: yeah i mean the biggest thing that people got to recognize and, and i brought this up
0: before it, it's
2: a great neutral ground for you to discuss a lot of things or get information uh, so many times you can be at a show and it don't matter what it is it could be it, you know pick any show you want somebody will make the comment I was trying to talk to you know this promoter and and he didn't even act like he had time to listen to what I had to say well he probably doesn't because he's been <laughs> preparing for a show not that nobody's important that day but it's a big production and a big responsibility for these guys to put on you know the stage for us to perform and you, you got to understand. There's a time and a place for everything, and sometimes debating certain things. There's a bad place to do it, and it only gets worse in a bad time. And sometimes you just need the right the the right place to get you know to have those debates or discussions. And that's what I like about this because you know there's no pressure that day. Nobody's stressing. Uh, you know, you're not there necessarily competing, or you're not there inspecting. It's it's a good relaxed atmosphere for a lot of people to get some answers, maybe for things they didn't understand through the previous season, uh, maybe questions that can be answered more clearly on a one to one basis. So, I think it's a great opportunity for promoters, drivers, and the-
0: Nick. I mean, you've been you've been probably on on both sides of this, either either not being heard or uh, having somebody trying to chew your ear and, in just the most inopportune time when you're in the midst of a show, trying to do a tech inspection or, or even worse, trying to litigate what the rule book says and, and redefining the words and, and the meanings of a colon versus a comma and things like that. So, I mean, I just wondered if you could sort of expand on some of those thoughts that Casey was just sharing with us about, there's a good time and there's a bad time for all those conversations to happen.
1: Yeah, he's 100% correct. Um, and back years ago, before I even um, inspected or was a part of any sort of inspection crew, I was probably that asshole, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> I I never really thought what the promoter was going through on a day of a derby or what the inspectors was going through. I wanted my answer, and I wanted it now. You know, that's just how I was. Right. But now that I'm an inspector and I, and I work for a lot of these derbies and I understand the backside of it, to be 100% honest, when I go to a derby now, I – a lot of people don't believe me, but I'd rather be 100 percent to the rules because I know exactly what they're going through. Sure, you know, I, I still try to answer. I still try to talk to someone, but if I know promoters like Nick, I'm busy right now. I get with you later. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you later. If I don't talk to you later, I'll get with you later of the week. Um, and, and I've had times where people's come up to me, you know, Nick, I need you over here. I got what? Duh, duh. I'm like, do you know how busy I am right now? You know, so it's. And I've been on both sides. Like I said before, I was an inspector or anything. I was that guy, and I've learned now that just I try to just avoid, you know, going to the derbies. And you know, I go get my car inspected. If I got a cut, I cut. You know, I come back up, get my stick, go park it or whatever, and, and I'm done for the day. Um, but yes, I, I get exactly what he's saying. There is a lot of guys, and I've been to the Smith Works plenty of times now. I think the last two years that they've had it, I've drove over to Pennsylvania. And he, he's right, that's a perfect opportunity for guys to come up to me and ask me real questions, you know, because I'm not going to be that busy. You know, I, I can have a 20-minute conversation with you or a 10-minute conversation with you. Or someone can go up to Toast or or Casey and ask him about a product that day or, or anything like that. It's a whole lot easier doing it at something like that compared to trying to chase them down at a derby and, and asking questions or, or anything like that, so... That is one great thing about the Smith Metalworks Expo. You're just—it's kind of like a meet and greet type thing and and discussions for thirteen or fourteen hours. I think the first year we went to the Smith Metalworks Expo, I um, went. Me and Steve and a bunch of us went to dinner afterwards, or maybe we just went and had a drink or something. And I think Steve said the only thing missing from this was a derby. He said that had <laughs> been the best weekend ever. And then the following year, they they implemented that that derby. So it was just i mean what more can you ask for a great a great day of hanging out with a bunch of derby people learning a bunch of different products and talking to promoters and then going to watch now which i think is phenomenal just a bunch of kids that's never really derbyed before get to go out there and and have a great time
0: well we'll yeah. get into that in in just one quick second but before we go into that nick with all this inspecting stuff that you're going to be doing what's this mean for you as a driver are you are you stepping away from the car
1: uh No, I, I normally only run at my county fairs anymore. Like I have two or three that's real close to me, Preble County. We run there, and then we run at our county fair, and it's a week long. And um, I got my little nieces and nephews at Derby now. So as long as they can Derby, I'm cool with not Derby. I mean, I, I will Derby here and there. But like I told you earlier, I, I'm bust windows out and go type guy anymore. <laughs> I don't even like weld. I, if, if I don't even own a welder at my house. So if I can go to a Derby without having to weld on my car – I am in there. I am 100% in there.
2: <laughs> if you can car safely in a pair of Crocs, you're good.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's all I care about. If, if the promoter don't care that I'm in my Crocs and maybe some shorts and it's decent outside and I don't got a weld on my car or anything like that, I can just nine wire it, I am in there. <laughs> the The most wanted fine art class is right up my alley. That's perfect for me.
0: Right on. The, the, the schedule itself, you know, the only thing that was missing was the derby. You brought the derby out last year, Casey, and, and this year it's expanded a little bit more in terms of the demolition derby that's going to be held at the, the Expo this year on April the 1st. Um, being at the Preble County Fairgrounds is certainly going to help things too over there in Ohio. It gives you a little bit uh, opportunity, a little bit of an opportunity to run a bigger format derby as a whole. Tell us a little bit about what you've added, what you learned from last year, and and like you said, you're almost out of entries at this point.
2: Yeah, we've really added a lot to the slate for the day. Uh, we've got a more user friendly venue. It's actually more of a convention center type venue. The tracks on the ground, so we don't have to travel, even though last year we had it within a mile of our place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the one thing that's nice is with the two exhibition classes, you know, the cadet class for the first timers or very inexperienced drivers. And then we have the vendors versus promoters minivan class. Um, you know, someday if this moves to another venue or even if it grows at this current venue, maybe if somebody wants to step up and implement, you, you know, a larger day with Derby, that's great. But we like doing the exhibition classes because it's something new to introduce. And also, we don't want to. The voters that are attending, like I, I told a bunch of people, everybody had this idea, you know, what about this class, this class? I said, let me put this into perspective. If we do a full blown demolition derby here with all the classes, it's like having a kick ass barbecue at your house and you're stuck for real all day. You don't get to enjoy it because right. you got to go, you know, the inspections, the stresses, this. So, we're just trying to take all that out of the equation, put in a great entertainment factor and a good introduction factor. Uh, but as far as the expo, top to bottom, we got the seminars and the sessions with educational stuff. Jason Kimmon doing some stuff on some board hands-on. Um, I'll be doing some stuff on the track with some youth instruction. So when the kids get there and they, you know, they got their ticket for the day, it's going to include that uh we're also doing a ride and drive that day with an ls powered derby car where if you buy a ticket for the expo and you're there you get to take that thing out for a hot lap or whatever you want to call it so it's a great opportunity to get behind an ls powered car so between the ride and drive i'm going to do a lot of youth instruction that day also some youth motivation (laughs) stuff and then uh of course we got you know mark elliott you know one of our event directors Frankie Guy, Jeff Showman, all there behind the scenes helping me put this event on. We knew it was going to be bigger. Uh, I knew there was no way I was going to be able to do it myself. And then, of course, with the expansion and the influx of additional people coming, uh, with Western Ohio reaching out to, you know, we already got people coming from, you know, Illinois, you know, easier trip, Kentucky, Indiana, Michigan, so... I, I think it's the crossroads of Demolition Derby. And I mean, Western Ohio has always been that. So I think it's a great place to move it. And um, as far as the slates for the day, we got, we're, we're going as far as also, we have a youth, not only the youth cadet class, we have youth uh, inspectors.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We have a team of those guys taking care of that. A uh, little freebie, we got Ryan Clark from Canada. Nice. You know, so we got a group of great kids going inspections. And we also have some kids that are doing the flagging, you know, alongside with some veteran people on the track. You know, we're just not going to turn them out on the track to get them run over. So that has been considered. So I think it's going to be great with the kids, you know, because not only are we trying to build future competitors, we got to start looking at, hey, maybe there's some kids out there that want to be a future promoter. Uh, And, and, you know, and you talk to any promoter, one of the topics that come up last year at the summit, everybody struggles for keeping that, you know everybody wants them thoroughbred inspectors on their team mm-hmm. and they don't grow on trees and you know it's it don't matter what kind of industry you're in if you run your best people 100 laps every night they, they just get to a point where you know you start getting the service life out of them so maybe we develop some kids that want to be on the inspection side the officiating side the promoting side you know mark elliot's got a you know, a, a, a co-host announcer, you know, Monty Tree out of Michigan going to help him with that. So we're trying to give a lot to a lot of different aspects of the sport. So it's going to be a great day. Um, you know, we'll be putting out the seminar topics. And, you know, we got some great engine builders coming. Um, it's just going to be a tremendous convention center full of great stuff with Demolition Derby all weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, just listening to it it, it, it gets me really excited about it because it reminds me a lot of the uh, the spring and the fall trade shows that they used to have for, for motorsports, Northeast Motorsports Expo, and then the parts peddler auctions in the fall at the state fairgrounds. Uh, those have moved around here different venues and different different places on the fairgrounds themselves but it's always been the same thing it's where where the deals are made for the coming season in the fall you know you get a chance to to get rid of some stuff that you don't need anymore you get a, ch- a chance to to see the see the wares that are coming up for the for the following season and in the spring it's where the final deals are all inked and, and all the schedules come out and all the promoters are there all the race tracks are there and everything and it, it really was something that everybody looked forward to and this is sort of starting to fill that that same role and it's it's just excellent to, to hear that things continue to grow and expand the way that they are. Um, the expo, again, this year is going to be April the 1st. It's going to be at the Preble County Fairgrounds. You can jump on the Smith Metalworks page, and you can find all the registration information Along those lines, uh, if you're wanting to vend, if you want to get any other additional information uh, for for vending or a promoter that wants to come to the summit ahead of time. And then um, on top of that, there's also additional information out there in terms of the demolition derby that's going to be held in conjunction with the SMW Expo at the Preble County Fairgrounds on April the 1st. Um, Is it open entry for a fan that just wants to come or do they have to pre-register as well? No, you can,
2: you can, you can basically just if you want to attend, you can show up, buy a ticket at the door. We're going to have online ticket sales here probably by the first part of February. Uh, if you're a parts vendor and you want to register and get your booth space, you just go to our website under events, or I think it's also posted on Mark Elliott's site, yeah. uh, Hardcore Derby Promotions and Jeffy's Fab Farm. So all these websites will have all the URL links whether you be a vendor for registration, the promoter's registration for the dinner and the summit and also the ticket purchasing when that time comes and we release that. So, you know, and just to put it out there, I believe that ticket price is going to be 20 bucks. And, uh, then we got kids at X age and under for free, but Perfect. you know, that ticket includes the ride and drive. And I mean, so much stuff. So, uh, we've, we've put a lot into that this year and, uh, you know, we put the expo on for the past three years at, you know, a no cost to everybody, uh, but due to, you know, obviously the move, the amount of uh, stake and other stuff, uh, and trying to keep the quality and add more to it, uh, we feel that, you know, what you get out of it, it's, it's phenomenal, you know, for the value you get.
0: For sure. And then you also also get a chance to catch up with probably Nick
2: I'm Probably. And I'm probably going
0: to lose you guys in about two minutes here, and I'm pulling in my driveway, so I apologize. Okay. So. If you got to go, that's fine. We're we're running to the top of the. Uh, I, agree. I appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us for yep. a bit. Feel I free. Any time,
2: and uh, look forward to talking to
0: you guys again. Awesome.
1: See you, Casey. Have a great night.
0: So Nick, are you going to be yep, doing one of the too. seminars at the expo itself, or are you going to just do the autograph session?
1: Yeah, no autograph session. No. <laughs> um, I, I would like to do the seminar. I, I want to get with Casey and them just to talk about the unified rules and, and you know, go over the rules and kind of – I even uh, – I talked to my wife a little bit about it. I'd like to get, you know, 20, 30 sets of rules and kind of hand them out and then guys sure. can read them and ask questions or whatever, which I think that would be cool to do. Um, it's definitely something I want to talk to them about and see if I can't um, just do it and just see if we can't put a bug in some other people's ears to, to you know, give it a shot at to making it work.
0: If anybody wants to see those rules ahead of time, can they jump on the Iron City page and see those rules in in hard copy? Yeah, you can
1: get on ironcitypromos.com and just click the stock compact rules, or you can go to toastpromotions.com, or toastpromotions.com, I believe it is. Yeah, Toast's website, and you, you can look at his rules for River City Rain page also. That's the same exact set of rules.
0: Awesome. Is there any place that anybody can see them? Other places at this point? You said the Facebook page was just going to turn into. A uh, bit of I a...
1: haven't. I haven't made a Facebook page yet. Um, I mean, <laughs> if someone if someone really wanted to, they can always send me a message or something like that. I can send it to them. But um, I I really do want to make that Facebook page. I may do that sometime soon. So just to get that out there and kind of get hopefully more people involved with it and let them read rules and. But I, I kind of know where to go to. But I can always turn off comments. So.
0: <laughs> awesome. Right on. <laughs> Well, we're getting to the top of the uh, the limit on our Zoom meeting. I don't want to lose you. So, Nick, man, I appreciate you coming on and and giving us some time tonight. Uh, same thing with yep. Casey. Appreciate you guys coming in and hanging out for a bit. See you in a month. Little less.
1: Little less than a month. Clock's ticking. Yes, I can't wait. Try to hopefully it's warm weather again. Hopefully. <laughs> so that's a great facility down there, so I can't wait. It's it's a good time.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Yep. I appreciate it, man. We'll catch you with us soon. Yep, no problem. Thank you, sir. You bet. We'll see you later. So Dick was talking about Palmetto Destruction. We're going to tell you a little bit about the Unified Series and the Palmetto uh, Derby that he was talking about here during this break. We'll be right back, wrap things up, and uh, uh, put the finishing touches on Episode 426. We'll be right back. the unified point series is going to be in action kicking things off at the end of this month february the 28th is wicked's redneck rumble in Sturgis, kentucky it's the first event of the year coming up in just a couple days and then they'll have one event in february that's the edwards and adkins hillbilly bash in huntington west virginia one event scheduled so far in the month of march as well wicked's team show back in Sturgis, kentucky and then one event uh season two events rather scheduled for april dead man's no mercy two is going to be the first of three events hosted in dunbar uh two by Deadman man and then one by hardcore and then the second event of the month of april will be derby icon spring explosion in Champaign, illinois june things really pick up ultimate derby's midwest Massacre in pecatonica illinois is the first and second the ninth and tenth is tnt's wexford war zone so the tour is going back up to uh Cadillac, Michigan for that one. June 16th, 17th is top-notch of Southern Illinois Showdown in Marion, Illinois. June 24th is uh, Wayne County Fair's Richmond Derby in Richmond, Indiana. Then Iron City Nationals kicks off the month of July. A bunch of dates that month as well. That's mostly county fair shows as well as we get into the county fair portion of the schedule. July the 1st is Iron City Nationals, in New Alexandria, Pennsylvania. July the 8th is Lawrence County Fair in Proctorville. Then the 15th is TNT's Kendallville show in Illinois, uh, Indiana, rather. The 24th and 28th is Rutt's Butler County Fair. The 29th and August 5th will be Smash at Preble County Fair. The 17th of August is Mercer County Fair in Saline, Ohio. Then we get back into the special standalone. September 2nd and 3rd is Labor Day Lockdown with Hardcore and Stoneboro Fair. The 15th and 16th is Derby Icons, Metal Mayhem, in Champaign, Illinois. Hardcore's final confrontation will be in Dunbar on the 7th and 8th of October. And then Dead Man's Buried Alive 3 will be in Dunbar the 27th, 28th, and 29th. And then the season rounds out November 25th and 26th with the Turkey Derby in Wabash, Indiana. No results thus far have been submitted on the virtual side of things, the virtual Unified Point Series. Going to have a split schedule this year. The 2023 season will conclude September the 30th, and the 2024 season is going to start uh, in September, or excuse me, in October of this year, and going to wrap around to the spring of 2023. Seems like there's this lull in June and July it's really hard to get some momentum get shows going so the season's now going to be split starting with 2024 starting in the fall and concluding in the spring of 24, 24 taking the summer off and then starting the season for 2025 in the fall of 2024. early 2023 bookings continue through february 26th that's events that happen in the early part of the schedule late 2023 season booking continue through may 28th and they have to occur uh before september the 30th Early half 2024 bookings continue through October of this year, and the season, again, continues through spring of 2024. Follow along with all this stuff, 527UnifiedSeries.com. It gets confusing. I can answer any questions for you privately. That uh, Make sure you follow along, again, for all of the regular action as well with the Unified Point Series online, 527UnifiedSeries.com. And we're all looking forward to this one. Palmetto Destruction coming up on the 17th and the 18th of February. 7 o'clock start time on February. This one events presented by Jeffy's Fab Farm and Carolina Derby Promotions. It's going to be airing live on Iron City Productions TV and only on DerbyNation.tv as well. It's a two-day show from the Florence Center in Florence, South Carolina. Looking forward to getting out there for this one. February 17th and 18th. Saturday is going to be 6 o'clock start time. We'll be going live about a half hour before showtime for a little bit of a pre-show, give you an update on where everything is at. Again, Palmetto Destruction, February 17th and 18th with Carolina Derby Promotions airing on Derby Nation TV presented by Iron City Productions TV. Jeffy's Fab
3: Farm in Fredericksburg, Virginia specializes in all of your demolition derby needs. We've got you covered from bumper to bumper. Whether you need headers, shifters, harnesses, fueling systems, or complete turnkey setups, jeffysfabfarm.com can help. We've even got a Canadian branch to help our northern customers. With over 16 years in the industry, we've got the knowledge and experience needed to provide the highest quality parts and put you in the winner's circle. Visit our website today or call Jeff at 540-907-3390. Fabby says the best parts come from the farm. Jeffy'sFabFarm.com,
0: and just some quick final housekeeping notes for episode number four twenty six before we head on out of here. We did uh, finalize the agreements for twenty twenty three with Hardcore, uh, so you'll be hearing about Hardcore all season long here on the Crash Course. You're going to be hearing about Jeffy's Fab Farm, and you're also going to be hearing about All for Him Racing through the course of. 2023, which is going to be exciting, and and hopefully here as we wrap up the show, you'll be seeing for the last time the highlight f- uh, reel from the 2022 season. We'll be able to update that with some of the highlights from, uh, excuse me, the 2021 season. Update that with some highlights from 2022. I know Alex has got a ton of that stuff, so we're going to work on that trade, uh, uh, that, that that trade of uh, content. So we get some videos from Alex, so we've got some great stuff. Alex Vasco is going to be down there at Palmetto as well. Uh, we'll be able to, in the coming weeks, we'll be updating you on the schedule for Hardcore Derby pro, uh, Derby Promotions as a whole. Uh, hardcore Demolition Derby, been a longtime supporter of Crash Course as a whole. Um, and then, uh, of course, Jeffy's Fab Farm, we'll be telling you more about them. Uh, just to wrap up and double back on some of the information on the Virtual Unified Point Series, we do have the results from... The virtual blizzard bash that alliance hosted which was part of the virtual unified point series we've got a points update and stuff that came in uh a little bit late in terms of trying to get that content up there for you but again the season is going to run sort of split it's going to be a nine month 2023 season because we always get that slow down there in the middle of the summer so july and june and kind of part of august are going to be sort of off limits going forward after this year so the season is going to wrap up at the end of september and then the 2024 championship is going to run kind of like what football does um It'll start in the fall of 2023, run across New Year's and into the spring of 2024, and then we'll take the summer off uh, in 2024, and then the 2025 season will start in September of 2024, and everything will run sort of as a a split-year program to crown the champion in the spring just to sort of ease that up just because all the users that play that uh, RDP Derby game They're also real-world builders, too, and they're trying to stay on pace for their home county fairs and things like that. And it gets to be too much in the middle of summer for everybody. They want to be outdoors. They want to be at the Derby. Nobody wants to be stuck at their computer for hours at a time. So it just sort of made the most sense. And having the conversation with Mark Elliott, who we talked about, we heard the, the schedule that he's looking to keep this year, uh, during that last break, it just sort of made the most sense for everybody. So that's where things are going on the virtual Unified Point Series side of things. You saw the first event coming up here for um, the Wicked Team Show and Redneck Rumble, a couple of the first events on the Unified Point Series for Mark Elliott. And... Uh, and yeah so the the next event that we're going to have crash course is going to be doing the snowball fight coming up at the end of february that's going to be february the 22nd it's going to be a midweek show real simple deal 21 cars for the main class 77 and newer so it's going to let the the old iron uh the mopars and stuff run a little bit and a lot of cool things coming with rdp as a whole there's some new transmission things that might be coming down the line uh, a couple of new cars that are out there so a lot of good stuff coming all the way around as a whole and then like i said we want to make sure that we give a formal welcome here in the new year to our uh, our partners that are coming back for the 2023 season, uh, Jeffy's Fab Farm, all for him racing. Hardcore Demolition Derby, Smash It, of course. Smash It's been part of the program forever and a day. And uh, Demolition Derby Life Magazine also back once again. So looking forward to that. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We're going to leave you with that final look at the highlights from Alex Vasco for episode number 426. Then hopefully we get some new content out there for uh, all for him going forward Uh, on the next episode. And as we wrap things up, best wishes out to Keith. And uh, hopefully everything's going good for Brian at home. That's going to do it for episode number 426. We'll leave you with Alex Vasco, and we'll see you next time.
4: Where'd you go? We did the the derby! Out My head! You want to do a derby? Hey Derby World! This is All For Him Racing Videos, where derby never ends. We have people come up and ask, what is All For Him Racing Videos? And the answer is a YouTube channel dedicated to growing the sport of Demolition Derby in a positive and fun way. Our passion is to show the next generation the sport and capture the memories for generations to come. We're just trying to show that you can be a Christian, do crazy and exciting things like Demolition Derby and just spread the word. We have traveled all over the country filming events, all while meeting many great people, hearing amazing stories, seeing the passion for this sport, and falling in love with the derby community. We have grown to be the largest Demolition Derby channel on YouTube across the world, with millions of views within our large library of videos. We love what we do, and can't wait for what the future has in store. We always want to be a place for positive, exciting, and action-packed derby videos. Thank you, Derby World, and enjoy the videos.
0: Smash It Demolition Derby, who hosts Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, hosts of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah, online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby 8 Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the dot onecom studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York.